many odd things abound. When Cletus Cavalier is around, stick around for the second chapter of Cletus Cavalier's unlikely alliance of really bad space dudes. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I'm broadcasting from my lab on the campus of Splendid University in lovely, wondrous, downtown Splendid West Virginia. Home to all kinds of extraordinary beings, from kids superheroes to a secret agent kids society, time-traveling teens, giant bugs, detective dogs, and space rangers, like our kids Space Force and Cletus. We kicked off his Unlikely Alliance series last month with chapter one of his new saga. It was episode 157, titled Breaking News, Kids Take Over the School Board. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it first, then join us here. But if you have, you're ready to go. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cletus Cavalier's Unlikely Alliance of Really Bad Space Dudes, Part 2. Cletus had just bought the house in question a few weeks prior. He hadn't even unpacked half of his belongings yet. Like any new homeowner, he had been on edge, just waiting for any little thing that could go wrong with the plumbing, or the electricity, or something. The place had been empty for quite some time before he made the offer, went through the process of purchasing the place, and moving in. It never would have occurred to him that the thing that could go wrong would be to walk into his backyard one day to find an enormous bottomless pit had suddenly appeared overnight. What do you even call this type of thing? Cletus asked his neighbor Carl. Well, heck if I know. Carl wasn't much help. You think maybe we could keep this thing between the two of us? A secret? You know, until I know what's going on? Cletus implored Carl. I can do that, Carl agreed. Carl could not do that. The next morning, half a dozen nosy neighbors inspected, stared down into the hole, speculating about what it may be, where it came from, where it might lead. Will you all stop that? Cletus had repeatedly told his neighbors to stop dropping random stuff down the hole, though they persisted. It has to go somewhere. You don't know who's waiting on the other side. A woman named Darlene. Cletus had hardly met some of these people, howled with laughter. Well, whoever is on the other side of this is covered in Emmett's nacho cheese, Cletus scolded. 
What have I told you about throwing food into the hole, Emmett? Sorry, neighbor. Won't happen again. Emmett said as he finished off a beverage, crushed the now empty can, and threw it into the hole. Immediately, Emmett realized his mistake. Sorry, won't happen again, starting now. Cletus shook his head and left his nosy neighbors behind, complaining under his breath, I can't take much more of this. I wish they'd just go away, he grumbled. And then they did. Cletus heard a loud whoosh, and suddenly the murmur of his neighbors' voices, gone. He turned to find that they were gone as well. Darlene? Emmett? Other people? Cletus had not learned everyone's name yet. Where is everybody? The backyard was empty. Is this some kind of trick? Cletus had only turned his back for a few seconds as he walked away. Seemed unlikely all six could scatter and hide, undetected, so quickly. Hello? Come out, come out, wherever you are. Someone, or something, answered Cletus's call. It wasn't any of his neighbors, though. A beacon of pink light shot up from the hole, projected high into the sky. The light was blinding. Cletus had to shield his eyes from its shine. What the... A huge bottomless hole appearing in your backyard is one thing, and your neighbors vanishing is another. But an enormous pink beacon of light that stretched forever into the sky took the cake until... Cletus noticed, in the midst of the pink light, what appeared to be a figure, a person, creature of some kind. And then this thing stepped out of the light and into Cletus's backyard. Cletus Cavalier, I found you. A familiar voice boomed. Laughter followed. A big, burly, hearty laugh. I can't believe I found you. Cletus could no longer glare into the beam, so he couldn't see who was speaking to him. He didn't need to. He knew that voice. A shiver shook his spine. Cletus whispered, Scowl. The figure stepped forward, walked to Cletus, he patted Cletus hard on the back. Remember me, old buddy? He said as he put an arm around Cletus and pulled him in close. With a half and half-hearted hug. I bet you never thought you'd see your old friend scowl again, did you? No, was all Cletus could muster. Scowl laughed, another big-belly laugh. Cletus was sure it was the last sound he would ever hear. The end of chapter two. Now, if you're familiar with last year's Cletus Cavalier's space run, you know of the checkered past between Cletus and Scowl. What will happen in chapter three? Coming soon, young ones.
In the meantime, have a wild and wonderful and weird week. Be good to each other. Build bridges. Thanks for listening. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word. Tell a friend. If you don't, Professor Theo might blast you into outer space. If he could do that type of thing, I mean. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.